Thank you for joining me on the Life Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, I am your host, Nathan Schultz. I'm joined in today with Casey Hood and Thomas Hahn. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Ready to get this rolling. Good, good. Um, first news I want to get into, um, thoughts on Corey Coleman being traded. Uh, that's breaking news to me. Where did he get traded to? The Buffalo Bills. That is an ideal situation for Corey Coleman because they, other than Kelvin Benjamin, who else is going to catch the ball? Okay. Um, thoughts on what the Browns are doing here. Um, do they think Josh Gordon is not going to miss any time? Do you guys think that Des Bryant will be coming? Uh, what do you guys think? Um, Casey? Uh, I, I think it's a good move for Corey uh, it seems to be a little clustered in uh, Cleveland Browns uh, wide receiver cores right now. I'd have to say uh, the Browns just ultimately believe in Josh Gordon. Or like you brought up, Des Bryant may be on the way. It makes perfect sense for the Browns if that's what they're doing. As far as Buffalo, I think it's a good fit for them. They had the rookie wide receiver last year who stepped in late, but he got hurt. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, you might have to help me with that one, but I think uh, if that's the Browns' plan with Des Bryant, that's what it's looking like. Well, it looks like now the Bills will have um, Zay Jones, Corey Coleman, and um, uh, Kelvin, uh, Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin up there. Zay Jones was the name I was looking for earlier. I, I don't think that's great, but uh, Corey Coleman helps the 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 – the team, obviously, at the wide receiver position. Um, who do you guys see as the number one wide receiver there? Probably Kelvin. But, I mean, well, I got to see I got to see if this guy can have a healthy season. He, he's talking a big game. He's been bashing Cam. He's, he sounds as if he's ready to ball out this year. So, we shall see. But, I mean, as far as – what did, what did Cleveland get back in this trade? Um, the only thing I'm seeing is a pick. It doesn't say what it is. It's just a pick. I also think that they kind of had to dump them because, Casey, you got to remember, man, that, that pass he dropped against us, man. I mean, they were killing him for that. Yeah, and and you also talk about Kelvin Benjamin, if, if that's who you were referring to as far as staying healthy. Uh, Corey Coleman has to show that he can stay healthy as well. He's had a lot of durability issues in his short term in the NFL. So uh, I guess there's just a lot of question marks in Buffalo right now. Um, definitely. Another thing I want to get to, um, Randall Cobb left practice on Friday with an ankle injury. It's the same ankle that he had surgery on seven weeks ago. What do you guys think about this? Sounds like they need to call the Raiders up and get Jordy back. Uh, again, again, Randall Cobb, durability issues. It's been that way since he's been in the NFL. He had a dinged shoulder, hurt quad. Now it's the ankle. I mean, I I don't know what's going on in Green Bay as far as the injury bug, but uh, that's definitely going to be a blow uh, considering they did lose Jordy to Oakland. Um, yes, I still think Rodgers is going to be Rodgers, but um... – he, I, I think they do need that, that number two wide receiver there. Um, Adams is the number one. Um, I mean, I guess we'll see if Allison can step up if Cobb can't be ready. 
Um, I mean, who else do they even have on the team? Well, as Casey presented yesterday, um, Jimmy Graham. Ty Montgomery. I mean, did they let go of Jeff Janice? I mean, I know he was never really a really good receiver, but I think A-Rod has that niche to make uh, any receiver kind of fit into the system. I know he made a big play two years ago against Arizona in the playoff game, I want to say. Uh, it was early. It might have been three years ago. But I, I don't really know too many receivers on that roster besides Allison, Cobb, Adams. And I know they drafted a guy, but that's that's a good question. Well, Jeff Janis is now um, with the Cleveland Browns. Right. So he's part of that wide receiver core they got going on there. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the – what Green Bay is going to – who they're going to line up at the third wide receiver. I'm not really uh, – They might They might be the ones that need to put a call in to Dez's agent. And, you know, that actually was surfacing a couple weeks ago, Dez to Green Bay. So, I mean, again, that could be a good look for Dez. I think if Dez wants to win and he wants to put his pride to the side and um, be a part of a possible championship football team, uh, I'd go Green Bay. I definitely – I like that fit a lot. I, I really do. Um, Dez is a big body down there. I mean, um, he, he's a great red zone threat for Rodgers. Um, Adams can do all the dirty work um, between the 20s, and I like Dez down there in the red zone. With Jimmy Graham, those two big guys, a lot of touchdowns. Considering A-Rod's throwing the football, I, I wouldn't put it past him. But man, that would that would be quite a scene to see Des Bryant running out of the the home tunnel at, at, at the stadium where he definitely caught the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That, that'd be interesting. Okay, guys, I want to jump into some rookie running backs and sophomore running backs this evening. Um, I want to know from you two um, what what what's a ro- rookie running back that you guys are looking to target and give me a rookie running back that you would take over, I don't know, a sophomore running back like Joe Mixon um, or, or Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. Is it, or is there even a rookie running back that you would take over one of those sophomore running backs? I would take Saquon over – over all of them? Pretty much, yeah. However, man, I just – I'm nervous to say Darius Geis will grab a hold of the lead back spot in Washington, but I'm not confident in that. I, I look at – I wouldn't take one rookie running back right now over Hunt, Fournette, McCaffrey – Kamara, I don't think I could take anybody over them rookie running backs right now. I believe um, the best rookie running back, Geis is definitely a good one because I think he'll get a lot of touches. A sleeper that no one really talks about is Carrion Johnson in Detroit. I don't know if he's going to win the job because it's pretty loaded. I think Theo Riddick set as the third down back. They tried to run him between the tackles last year. It just didn't work. Abdullah has had fumble issues and you know, that's my guy. I'm a Nebraska guy, so I love Amir Abdullah. But I, I don't think they're too confident in him. So I, I like Carrion Johnson in Detroit 
I think he brings a physical presence that they haven't had in the backfield. Because, you know, they had Reggie Bush. Um, they had the guy from Cal, the uh, Jarvis Best. They haven't had a bruiser in Detroit in a while. And I, I just think maybe I'm going to go off the limb and say Johnson will have the best rookie running back campaign. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to drafting Darius Geis. Um, I think he is the best rookie um, running back. Saquon is great. Um, I let, let me rephrase that. Saquon's probably the best rookie prospect this year. But I love Darius Geis' draft spot. I love him at Washington. Um, his, his numbers in college – Last year, over 1,200 yards, he had 237 rushing attempts, over five yards a carry in the SEC. Um, In 2016, he had 183 rushing attempts, 1,300 yards, almost eight yards a carry, and 15 touchdowns. Unbelievable. Now, where where do you see him at? As far as like value of your fantasy team, do you see him as an RB two, a a deep flex, or a a lock at flex? Listen, if I'm going, um, let's say I get Zeke or David Johnson. Do you have any numbers on his ADP? Then I would be thrilled if I grab a a Mike Evans in the second round and can come back around and take Geis as my running back too. I I, I think uh, Geis, I get exactly what you were saying earlier, Nate, when you said as far as best rookie running back as far as draft spot. I just can't – I'm not – as I mentioned previously, I can't take Barkley that high. But I think if you can get Geis in the fifth round, I think you get more bang for your buck, honestly. Because I know, like I said, Thompson's going to lock down the third down running back spot in Washington. But I I just think they're going to – they're going to hand it to guys. I mean, like you said, the numbers in the SEC are, are, are pretty impressive. I mean, we'd have some SEC backs come out and, and they haven't done as well. Um, to mention one from Auburn, uh, what was the kid's name uh, that got drafted by the St. Louis Rams a while back? He's been in a lot of trouble. Uh, excuse me, I forget his name. Um, but um, I think the SEC backs, I don't want to put, put a stamp on them coming into the league and being great because they were in the SEC because there's been a few that's been a bust, but I definitely think Geis is more bang for your buck as far as rookie running back over Saquon Barkley. Okay. Um, Now, out of the sophomore running backs, um, like I said, we have Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, McCaffrey, just listening, just just listening to those names, it's just absurd. Loaded, loaded, loaded as sophomore running backs, and I just don't think that we're going to see another class that will transition from rookie to sophomore and basically be one more productive season away from being bonafide superstars in the league. I, I couldn't agree any longer. Uh, I I couldn't agree any more about rookie running backs, uh, I mean, sophomore running backs this year. It's an absolutely loaded class. I mean, 
you got Leonard Fournette. I mean, I think he has durability issues, but I think he kind of set that to rest last year. He, he rolled an ankle and missed a couple games and then missed the team photo and missed a couple games. I'm not so sure about him off the field, but on the field when he's healthy, he's very productive. I still like Kareem Hunt as the best sophomore running back as far as running the back, running the uh, football. I mean, Alvin Kamara is definitely your best PPR option, I believe. But, I mean, like you said, it's just a stacked running back class that came out last year, and I, I haven't seen one like it, and I don't know if we're going to see one like it. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard to follow that up, man. But I, as far as what you said, between Hunt and Fournette, Oh, I remember, man, Hunt fizzed out really bad to, as the season wore on, man. But, but Tommy, you got to think about it, man. They wouldn't hand him the ball. He, he was getting less than 15 carries like three weeks at a time. I had him, and uh, I got I got him tra- – I traded Mike Evans for him last year in the league, and I think it paid off for me week 14, 15, 16 when they started to run the ball again. But I think that was more of play calling. I think Andy Reid had to – I had to give up the play calling duties because he was too focused on getting the ball to Tyreek Hill and a lot of them gadget plays. I, I mean, I, I like Kareem Hunt, but you can't be you can't be wrong with Fournette. But what if Dalvin Cook stays healthy? What do you think? How do you think he would have ended the season? Well, I think with the presence of Diggs and Thielen and Rudolph, and I mean, I think especially let's say because Miss. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dalvin Cook went down before Sam Bradford. So if you plug in Case Keenum and you have a running back that's been producing at the level that Dalvin Cook was producing at, you're going to want to lean on Cook. So basically, let's just like that's not a bad proposition that you threw out. Let's figuratively say that does happen that Dalvin Cook plays the whole entire year last year. Stefan Diggs would have not got paid. That, that, that's also a good point. So my. So, do you agree if Dalvin Cook stays healthy, he has a better season than Fournette or Kareem Hunt? Uh, I think him and Hunt would have finished with close to identical numbers. Um, But it's just crazy because between, like, all of these backs, all of their styles are, like, completely unique, man, but yet they're they're successful in their own ways. Christian McCaffrey – I mean, between all of them, Leonard Fournette runs in between the guards like no other, man. I mean, that dude is 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 a truck, man. I'd have to agree with you on that. I was lucky enough to get Fournette last year and then get Kareem Hunt late. So they kind of, uh, you know, I kind of rode them to the championship. But uh, back, back to the rookies, I mean, I, like I said, I like Johnson a lot. I like Geis, but – Saquon's obviously the biggest talent, but I'm right there with you. I've heard you talk a lot about guys, and, and I just see it because P. Ryan has fumbling issues, and, and he wasn't consistent. And um, the other running back, Rob, they, what was it? What was his name? Rob, Robert. Um, what was the other running back in Washington? I'm drawing a blank currently right now, man. But I mean, he didn't leave a lasting impression for us to remember. Exactly. So, uh, I, like I said, I'm going to go carry on Johnson. That's going to be my breakout rookie. Uh, but what what's your view on Nick Chubb? It's it, – oh, man. Like, on paper, 
you want to literally think that he will be able to grab a hold of that lead position. But, man, Carlos Hyde, man, we know he's not a chump, man. It's just a, a health situation. The only thing is Carlos Hyde has never really caught the ball well out of the backfield. Um, I don't know if Nick Chubb can do that at the NFL level. So, I mean, I know they have Duke Johnson to do that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Let me throw one more question at you since we're talking uh, running backs. Uh, Rashad Penny or Royce Freeman? Which one are you more comfortable with? Where did Royce Freeman end up again? Denver. And you still have to worry about Devontae Booker. CJ's hmm. in Carolina now, so it's yeah, right. I do remember that. Up. That's gonna hurt that's gonna hurt McCaffrey, but that's a subject for another day. Um and that's tough, man. Devontae Booker didn't do anything to me that led me to believe that he will even be holding that job after preseason. So let's, let's figuratively say Freeman comes out and just balls out during preseason. We can, he agree, could, we can agree on that. We, 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 he, he could easily be the, the number one now in Seattle with Rashad Penny. Yeah. They spent the first round draft pick on him. Uh, but man, Chris Carson, man, really did actually show quite a bit there. And I, you got, you got CJ pro size coming back. I feel like he's got more against him than Freeman does. So at this point, yeah, I might have to say Royce Freeman. The only concern I have about Royce Freeman and I'll let Nate get on the different topic after this. I read an article and I want to say Royce Freeman had close to a thousand carries in college. Do you think that will affect him? Coming into the league, I mean, a thousand carries in college is, is is an awful lot. The game has became so analytical, man. So look, you know, GM scouts, every everybody, they look at those carry numbers before they even touch an NFL field, and yeah, that does deter you. Sometimes those kids just fall on draft board just become because of that. Um, does it scare me? No, not not right now. I mean, he's not he's not a twenty eight year old running back coming off of an ACL tear, so it could be worse. Okay, yeah, I I, I would agree. Okay, fellas, I'm back. Um, now let's see, where did you guys leave off there? Rookie, we sophomore running back. Okay. Um, who was your top sophomore running back this year? Go ahead, Tom. It's tough, man. Like I, I touched on it as far as it depends on – as far as fantasy, I mean, I just don't feel like it's that big of a gap between them. Like these guys are studs, man. Like they're, they're, it, they're... Yes, the top four, Kamara, um, Hunt, Fournette, and Cook. I mean, that that's like, a hell of a group right there. It is, man, and, and, and they're all going to be off the board by the middle of the second round. So, Agreed. I, I'm going to say I'm going to take Hunt as my top sophomore running back. I know Ware's coming back, but I think he's just solidified himself way too much last year. I mean, of course, Fournette has nobody backing him, TJ Yeldon. And uh, I think, like me and Tommy discussed earlier, Dalvin Cook didn't really get to display a full season, so I don't want to judge him too much. But I'm going to say Kareem Hunt's my top sophomore running back. 
Okay, I guess I'm going to go with my top sophomore running back, um, Leonard Fournette. I I think he is just basically the complete offense down there in Jacksonville. Um, They don't have too much guys. Um, Fournette had nine touchdowns last year, over 1,000 yards. I know Hunt led the league in rushing. He started off hot, but it almost seemed like towards the end there, um, they, they just wasn't feeding him. Um, I don't know exactly. Why. And I think with Spencer Ware coming back, we all forgot forget that Ware was the starter last year before he got hurt. Um, I will take Fournette this year. I think he's going to be a lot better um, in the passing game. He had 36 receptions. That's not bad for someone that came into the league that everybody thought he wasn't a receiver. So I think he's going to be a lot better this year. I mean, I, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I think all three of us could pretty much mention any of the four. I mean, hell, in a PPR, you can name Kamara and McCaffrey, and you won't be wrong. So, I mean, I don't think there's no wrong answer. Ultimately, we just got to see who, who who breaks out and who continues the hot streak. I will, I will argue that I believe – a strong contender to win the league would be somebody that might get two of those guys when within the first two rounds. Okay. I can see that. Um, let's go. Let's transition to second year quarterbacks. Um, who do you guys see that could really take off this year? Um, I mean, a few second year quarterbacks can, uh, that I can think of. Um, Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, um, Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, Who do you guys see that that will just tear up this year? I think uh, you didn't even name him, but uh, I'm going to say Jared Goff. I don't trust any Rams wide receiver real early, but I trust the guy that has three of them to throw to and also has Gurley as a security blanket. I like Jared Goff a lot, man. Like, I would not be mad if I got him in the tenth round as my starting quarterback. And uh, I just, I just think Jared Goff is, is it right now. I mean, Trubisky has a lot to show. Uh, Mahomes will get his shot this year, uh, but I'm going to say Jared Goff is my answer. I like Jared Goff also, but um, unfortunately, he's a third-year quarterback this year. Um, so when when I think of sophomore, I, I think this year, I think Deshaun Watson is going to leave off where he left off. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where I've been. I thought I clearly thought it was his second year. So, yeah, <laughs> if we're going to go back to the question, uh, you said it was I, I like I like Mahomes. Then I mean, I just think Andy Reid will put him in the right scheme. You got Tyreek Hill. Uh, I just think I like. I like Mahomes as far as sophomore quarterbacks. I I, re- I really apologize. I thought Jared Goff was a sophomore, but it's crazy. He's been in the league three years already. This is it, third. It definitely year. is. He he's picked <laughs> it up a lot this season or this last season. Um, that coach down there really, really elevated his game. Tommy, what do you think as far as sophomore quarterbacks? Uh, being stuck down here in Texas now, man, you should hear these Texans fans talking about Deshaun Watson. You would think he was MVP of the league, and hell, had he not got hurt, he might have been on pace for that. But, uh, I, I, I mean, the dude's exciting, man. He, he, 
remember the excitement that the league had with Michael Vick. I mean, he, he almost represented that within a five game span. Um, he's, he's taller. He, he, he weighs more. He may not be as athletic, especially now coming off the injury, but, uh, the kid's a stud. I think we're all excited to see him play, but I, I, I want to see I, the, you threw him out there as you know, one of the first propositions as quarterback, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, man, uh, is a baller, man. When he was at uh, North Carolina, man, I was pumping this dude up. Uh, I mean, the Bears gave up quite a bit to go get him. Um, he's got weapons. They added, some, they added some pieces, too. He's got weapons now. I mean, there's pretty – the defense is even ready to go. I kind of even have the Bears as somewhat of a sleeper this year to possibly make the playoffs just because the West is so terrible. I think the Cowboys will take a step back. Um, don't be surprised by the Bears. Don't be surprised by Mitch Trubisky. If he puts up a reputable numbers, 3,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, I wouldn't be surprised at all. You're feeling real bold with that. But I think with Burton and Robinson being weapons uh, – I, I wouldn't put it past them, but I, I'm not going to say playoffs yet. Um, I definitely like Mitch Trubisky. In 12 games, he had over 2,000 yards. Um, not the most accurate quarterback with seven interceptions and only seven touchdowns, but you got to think he was just a rookie and a bad Bears offense. He didn't have much to throw to him. This year, you would think Allen Robinson being there is really going to help. They added Trey Burton. Um, that should be a nice security blanket for him. Um, I see him at least 3,000 yards, maybe a little bit over. Um, I'm I'm going to say probably about 21 touchdowns and about 11 interceptions for him this year. Fair numbers, man. Fair numbers. Now, now, speaking of quarterbacks, who do you guys see as a rookie quarterback that could really take the league like Watson did last year? Nobody. I, I I agree. Nobody. I don't think nobody will have Watson's production. I don't think Baker will start. Uh, again, I, I, I think Bradford, I think he's on a short leash, even though he seems to still have an NFL job. Uh, he didn't play bad when he was healthy, but he never stays healthy. Again, I talk about durability. I think if, there, if you look up durability in the NFL, Bradford should be right under it because he, he he's an example of not being – Terrible at all. So I'm going to say I like Josh Rosen as, uh, as far as if he gets a shot. I think he has the best deep ball, and I believe his he's been compared to Peyton when he was in college. Not saying he'll be Peyton Manning at all, but I like Josh Rosen as far as rookie quarterbacks. Um, They are saying that Josh Rosen is looking really good in camp. Um. Now, I don't see anybody being a Deshaun Watson this year, but what I'm hearing is that Josh Allen for the Jets is really going to take Bills. over the starting. Who is it? Bills, right? You said Josh Allen? Yes. He's at the Bills, right? Uh, my apologies. <laughs> it's all right. You got me earlier. <laughs> Well, I heard um, Josh Allen is really looking good in camp. Um, he's a big boy. Uh, he's 6'5". He's 200-plus. I mean, 
this kid's got a cannon for an arm. Um, if they can really hit on some of their receivers, um, he can he can be pretty good for the next couple of years. Kind kind of like what Han said when he says he, he's living in Texas right now. I actually got the pleasure, and it really wasn't pleasurable. I lived in Wyoming for ten months, and uh, Josh Allen is like LeBron James to Ohio in Wyoming. That's all they talked about. He was on every news feed, and the man does have a cannon forearm. I heard that he can get on his knees at the 50 and throw it over the field goal post. So uh, definitely arm strength isn't a problem with him in the windy city of Buffalo. I just don't think he's going to beat out A.J. McCarron, especially now with Corey Coleman, you have LaShawn McCoy. Dude, I, I believe in A.J. McCarron. I think one, the Bengals made a huge mistake in rolling with Andy Dalton over A.J. McCarron, and I also believe the Cleveland Browns made a mistake by not executing that trade. Facts. Uh, definitely. I do like A.J. McCarron also. Um, A.J. McCarron, I mean, how much did they give up? It doesn't look like they gave him too much money, um, but he was a good He's only getting like two years for like ten or eleven million. Yeah, he was a good quarterback for the Bengals. Um, when Dalton was injured, he uh, stepped right into Dalton's place. I know a lot of Bengals fans were calling for McCarron over Dalton a few times. Um, I mean, if like I said, if the Bills wide receivers could hit, um, they they can be a not. I'm not saying great, but a fun little offense there. I mean, um, McCoy and the, the tight end and those three wide receivers, they can be really solid. Listen, man, they made the playoffs last year with Tyrod, with no wide receivers. They had got Kelvin. He never got fully healthy. Uh, I mean, Jordan Matthews was there. He he, he did nothing. Um, so what I, you're doing I, what you're I telling me, Ron, is that anything is possible. Anything I, is possible. Absolutely. Especially, I mean, we know the Patriots have like a, what is it, like a 16-season win streak in the division. I don't know. They may have lost one here and there. But you got to go up against the Jets twice and the Dolphins twice. I, I, I could see that. I mean, I definitely can see. Buffalo Bills may be fighting for a wild card spot. Because, I mean, let's just face it. I'm a Steelers fan. The AFC is a little weak weak at the bottom, and, and I, I believe that the Bills have a shot. I think if the Bills were in the NFC, they would be the top wild card. In the NFC? In the NFC, I believe they'd be the top wild card. Okay. I don't necessarily believe that, but I think uh, the NFC is stronger than the AFC this year. I think they're top-heavy in the NFC, but from the mid-tier to the bottom teams, give me the AFC over the NFC any day. I mean, we're talking NFC, Eagles, Vikings, (laughs) Packers, Rams, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Um, hell, the Seahawks could win 10 games this year. Um, the, the Lions, um, they could win. So I, I definitely don't see the Bills being a top wild card in the NFC if they were there. 
I think you threw out about three or four teams there that I don't even think will beat at 500. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I saw I would make the grade on that one, man. I just don't see the N- NFC being weaker than the AFC. I, I actually think the AFC is more top-heavy. Definitely. But, the, I mean, the, that's, the, that's, the AFC, I see the Patriots and Steelers, and that, that's basically it at the top. I, I, I agree. <laughs> well, um, fellas, I do appreciate you guys coming on this evening. Unfortunately, um, dad duties are calling me. Um, I do work early in the morning, so and I believe you guys do too. So let's schedule another one for next week. I appreciate you guys this evening. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Case God. Yes, sir. Um, you guys have a good evening.